0: It's show 129 of the RIM Pro Report. This week, Greg George of Kent Record Management in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And the latest industry news. Uh, the show is sponsored by our good friends at O'Neill Software. This week, they announced the official date of their upcoming O'Neill Partner Conference. The conference is scheduled to be held in Huntington Beach, California, September 18th through 20th at the Hilton Waterfront Beach Resort. The theme of the conference is Technovation Opportunities, and as always, the 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 renowned fundraising this event is known for. So if you're part of the O'Neill community and you want to check out more about it, you can do so at O'NeillSoft.com. Is this the last day of February already? If so, I think we should do a show. Welcome to the RIM Pro Report, the one and only weekly broadcast for the RIM support services industry, bustling with news, views, and the latest updates. This show is full of interesting information, so take notes. Now here's your host, Tom Adams. Oh yeah, oh yeah, welcome back to another show, 129th to be exact. It's the last day of February, and that means we're a sixth of the way through 2013, How are you? I hope that your business is making strides towards achieving your goals for this year. Today, I'm happy to have Greg George, the CEO and one of the co-owners of Kent Record Management in Grand Rapids, Michigan on the show. I wanted to have Greg on the show because I wanted to hear from him what they're doing to grow their business in in a relatively small market. A few weeks ago, they announced the acquisition of a couple of companies in Western Michigan. So I wanted to hear about that and the Kent story and kind of how that's all working for them. And so I'm excited about that. But before we do, let's catch up on the latest industry news international acquisitions continue this week osg records management was acquired by elbrus capital from a russian investment company aurora russia the company's european headquarters are in warsaw while its cis headquarters are in moscow osg operates vault storage data backup centers and document storage centers it has 40 facilities across russia poland kazakhstan ukraine belarus bulgaria and armenia osg was founded in 1998 and employs more than 500 people the value of this deal is reported in the 25 to 50 million dollar range It appears to be more of a private equity investment acquisition than a a significant change in the company itself. So congratulations on any and all of the players involved there. Uh, This is a reminder that voting for the 2013 board position for NAID opens tomorrow. This year, for the first time, ballots will be distributed by email and votes will be submitted electronically. The results of the election will be announced at the NAID conference on the 23rd of March in Nashville. As is always the case, if you're a member, please exercise your right to vote in this selection. Speaking of the NAID conference, this is your last day to take advantage of the 10% discount on conference registration. Hop on over to the NAID website to get more info. Well, that's all the news on my radar screen right now. If you have any news you want to share with me, let me know so I can share it here on the show. Alrighty, I'm going to get Greg George on the line. Hold tight while I do. Greg George is the CEO and one of the owners of Kent Records Management. I'm excited to welcome him on the show today. Greg, are you there? I am here, Tom. Hey, great to have you on uh, the RIM Pro Report today. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about uh, your story, but l- let's first start with Kent Records Management. Tell me a little bit about Kent, uh, the size, location, scope of services. Give me an overview of what Kent is and who you are and where you are and all that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, sure. Um we are located in uh, multiple cities here in Michigan. Uh, our headquarters is in Grand Rapids. Mm-hmm. And we also have a location um, to the east in Lansing and to the south in Kalamazoo, and uh, a couple new facilities in Benton Harbor and Muskegon. Wow. So we're all of covering central and west Michigan. Um, we do uh, hard copy paper record storage. Um, got about a little over a, a million cubic feet. Um, about 280,000 square feet of uh, warehouse space. Uh, We've got uh, data protection service in our vault and um, scanning service, um, electronic records management and online backup and recovery, uh, as well as uh, shredding service. Uh, And also um, got about uh, 76 employees now. Um, Wow. So just increased with our last acquisitions.
0: 76 that's a that that's a big outfit you're running
1: yeah it's a it's a pretty good increase with these last acquisitions uh, we, we jumped uh, from our, our where we were uh, to where we are now so that's it's, it's uh, gonna be quite an adjustment
0: so uh, Grand Rapids Kalamazoo Lansing I mean there's some government stuff but you're 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 not in any huge cities in any in in any of those places, right? I mean, they're they're no. they're small to mid-sized cities. I would say.
1: Yeah, uh, Grand Rapids being uh, the largest of them, uh, all very uh, small compared to you know the top fifty in the country. Uh, we're kind of that second tier uh, market with Grand Rapids and then and, and smaller, but uh, committed to those uh, locations and, and communities. Um, it's just you, you have to be in those communities to be able to uh, service them. You rather than right. trying to bring it all into one city, it's it's uh, kind of unique there to be able to service those cities.
0: Hmm. So tell me about the birth of, of Kent. How did it come to exist? How, how did it, it find its formation in the world?
1: Yeah, well, back in the, uh, we're, we started like many others uh, in the moving storage business. So started actually with, uh, with my dad back in the mid-50s is when he started in the uh, moving business. And actually my grandpa was in the business too, but... Um, uh, here in Grand Rapids, my dad worked from the 50s to uh, 81 uh, for Elston Richards, which is the Allied Van Line agent here in town. And about that time, he was offered the uh, chance to purchase the moving and storage agency here in Grand Rapids. And so he went in with Bill Frost, who had agencies up north in in Michigan. Um, So they purchased the moving and storage business. Uh, and shortly thereafter they they wanted to get into some kind of specialized storage and I think they found out about uh the records management business at probably a convention uh, hmm. the consultant would you know say that this is what some of the businesses are going into right so he and bill said yeah let's let's try that out and so they got hooked up with the consultant and um invested in the shelving and boxes and vault and um Kind of took off from there, and it's kind of funny. Back in those days, it was everything was handwritten, so um, right. handwritten transmittals got sent to Minnesota for data processing, and then they'd send them back, and uh, you'd know, have paper reports in green bar form of all your inventory. So, it's kind of funny to look back on that. But uh, oh yeah, uh, then in in early 90s, they the records business was big enough where they sold off the moving and storage to some employees. Uh, and then in 1997, uh, sold the records management business to myself and my three other partners. So um, Lori Dumez, who probably know, Tom Dumez, <laughs> uh, so that is uh, his wife, um, who worked for my, my dad for since the 70s. Wow. Um, and then uh, Dan Folkertsma and Rick Visser. We all had been working in the business, and so they were committed to sell to employees and say, sold the business to to us at that time, grown ever since.
0: Wow. So that was in 1997 that your dad sold then the business to the four of you. Yes, that's right. Huh. So tell me a little bit about how that all transpires, because that's an interesting story to me. Uh, it's not like four of you came together and decided to go out and start a record center. There was something that had evolved at that point. Um, uh, give me a sense of, in 97, what did the business look like? So w- it was just basically boxes on shelves and, and the basic servicing around that?
1: Yeah, that was uh, mostly it was boxes, but it, we also had started right away with the vault business.
0: So oh, okay. We had uh,
1: data protection services as well. Uh, but those were our two primary services, and we had just started in Lansing uh, about that time. So we did have Grand Rapids and Lansing. Um, but it is a unique setup, you know. There's four of us, which is um, fairly large when you compare it to the industry. But uh, and you don't pick your brothers and sisters much. In this case, we didn't pick each other. Uh, Alan Bill decided to sell to employees, and those the four of us are who they picked out. So. Um, together as an ownership group and you know you can imagine with four of us you've got four different opinions and so that's not always smooth but uh, we've made it work over the years and here we are today still with that structure.
0: Hmm. So your uh, your own story, you sounds like you were part of the moving and storage company for a long time before that. Did did you take a different pathway for a while? Uh, I know a lot of times in family businesses, you grow up in the business and you're part of it all. And then at at a certain point, you kind of go do your own thing for a while just to get perspective. If if that's truly the case, a lot of other people don't. They stay with the family business. But tell me a little bit about your own story
1: yeah that's uh that was true for me i uh was a great job in the moving business uh for summer work um, in high school and it just really was a good way to you know learn how to work and work hard um and so uh you know out of high school, I went to community college uh, and then to a travel industry school, thinking that I would get into the travel industry business um, hmm. and worked in northern Michigan after that with uh, an airline company and uh, about the time I was going to be transferred to another city, uh, my dad called up and says, you know, this records business has really taken off and we need somebody full time down here to, uh, to help out with that. And I thought, you know, I didn't want to get into the moving business. Right. Uh, but the records, you know, it seemed different and really kind of interesting. So I thought, yeah, let me, I would like to give that a try. So I came down and um, started from there and really worked from the ground up learning about the business when it somewhat infancy and um, learned all the different aspects and um, brought me to where I am today. And I'm very thankful. It wasn't just me. Actually, I appreciate my partners and it's been nice to have uh, the four of us all be able to bounce ideas off each other.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: That's kind of how that came about.
0: Oh, cool. So when you, as a group of owners took over, uh, you've obviously taken this company in a significant direction. You just explained you now have 76 employees. Uh, but, but tell me a little bit about why Kent is different or unique in the marketplace. How are you creating unique positioning for yourselves and, and, and how are you distinguishing yourself in the marketplace?
1: Yeah, well, we are uh, like to think of ourselves as a one-stop shop. So we'd like to uh, make sure that for RIM needs, companies that we uh, can offer them solutions for whatever, whatever it is, whether it be hard copy, uh, data protection, scanning, uh, destruction. So uh, we're pretty much the uh, premier company in this area to offer all of those services. Um, and one of the unique things that we did was our, our online backup and recovery service as well as electronic records management. Uh, as our own internal network, so we don't outsource that. we don't have uh, we're not hiring other companies and having that done out mm-hmm. of state or anything It's right within our uh, controlled network and so we've got a, an it staff um, and our own infrastructure here that we can offer that and it's uh, important for companies in western Michigan, especially we seem to be more that midwest conservative area yeah and um you know they like to know where their stuff is they like to know who they're dealing with and um so we can offer that and keep it in house and reassure them that we've got it here it's not going places that you know is out of our control
0: right oh that's kind of interesting so does the effect of the four owners the local nature of that help that midwest feel uh, tell me a little bit more about how you as an ownership group and even a team, uh, you know, position yourselves in the marketplace.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think, um, you know, we know a lot of people and uh, that really helps uh, really have a broad network of, uh, to draw on. Um, and we've also, I mean, as we get older, quite honestly, we hire uh, people who help us get there. Hmm. that's real important for us to stay on top of things but understand that it's not just us and our knowledge. Um, We've got to rely on the up-and-coming people who are going to help get us there, and we've done that with the senior management team, with Andrew, and um, even with Tom Dumas kind of stepping up when he did uh, to kind of offer that. That's another kind of a unique approach is that we like to take more of a, a consultative approach, hosted some uh, our own seminars here with customers and potential customers. I've uh, got a classroom space upstairs that uh, works out really well to bring in our customers and say, you know, what are you looking looking for in a rim company? What are your needs? Um, and to offer some speakers and, and do more of a consultative approach. And so I was excited when I, when Jim Booth gave his uh, final talk at Prism uh, and kind of said that, you know, we need to take more of a Approach. I was kind of
0: excited that that's kind of what we were aiming for. So. Yeah. Oh, that's very cool. So what is your approach to growing and building the business in, uh, I think a lot of people now consider it a relatively turbulent time in our industry, the acquisitions, uh, the sort of movement towards paperless. And as much as we know, that might never go away. Uh, the commoditization of this industry. How are you doing you know what you're doing as well as the positioning we've just talked about but but how are you sort of creating a growth mode in your business to keep this thing moving forward
1: well it's always been and I take a phrase from my dad actually who said we don't have to be the biggest uh, we just have to be the best and we've never really set out to grow and be huge and you know our growth is happening both by customers and also by acquisition, but Mm. I think it's just being solid. I mean, diversification really helps. You can't pigeonhole yourself into one service offering if that ends up going south. I mean, like any investment, you know, you want a broad range of offerings. Right. Let ride the one that does the best. Um, But, yeah, I think just being solid and being the best in it, people see that. And if you're solid, people will gravitate to that. And if you're open to their needs, um, I think that that happens.
0: Yeah. So the last couple of weeks, and you've mentioned it now a couple of times, uh, we mentioned it on the show that you announced some acquisitions. So tell me the process a smaller local company goes through to make what I would consider a seemingly large investment when, you know, consolidators are abounding and are very present and are seemingly buying anything that, you know, that breathes right now, Mm -hmm. um, tell me how you guys as a smaller, and you know, a million boxes is not a small company with the, the, the diversification you have, but I mean, it, it seems to me a fairly significant step to go in and acquire, you've already acquired in the past, but two more companies in the last few weeks. So give me a sense. And I know you can't give away all the details, but give me a sense of sort of the mindset that you took into the acquisition.
1: Um, well, it started with just a good uh, relationship, a friendly competitor relationship. Um, and in these, I'm thinking of these last two, especially um, uh, owners that, you know, great guys that we've gotten along with, we've talked to over the years, we've known them for a long time. Um, and when it comes down to it, it's, you know, it's their time to do something different, retire, whatever. Um, we're flattered that they thought of us. All right. Um, and I think the reason is because we've we've kept our reputation and our business going, and we've, you know, take pride in that. But um, they also know that, that we're going to take care of their customers and their employees, uh, and that's important to them. So, you know, it's humbling for us when we hear their employees saying, well, if, you know, owner says that this is the best thing for them to do, you know, we trust them and we know that's going to be the best. That's humbling for us and, and I think, wow, we've got to, definitely take care of that. But, um, but I think it's comfort in those owners in us that said, you know, you, you've done a great job here. You've got a solid company. You've taken right. care of your customers and your employees. That's, that's where I want to go with it. And so, uh, so what we did then was um, because, you know, we're not into the acquisition business necessarily. Uh, we rely on consultants. So without giving them a name I yeah. I have had a relationship with Sean Slade for a long time at Waterfront and uh, even back when he was at Iron Mountain um, and he has really helped us a lot in you know kind of knowing how to value a business right without you know just said hey Sean I've got business we're looking at I can't tell you who it is but I can tell you kind of the size and what they've got and you know he's really been instrumental in helping us out a lot with that so and uh, he. Here we are with with a couple. I mean, it's it's been two and actually three in the last uh, couple of years yeah. with uh, TRS and now Metro and Lakeshore.
0: So permit me to ask maybe a couple more questions on this acquisition thing because uh, you know the the larger acquirers, the the consolidators, we call them in the industry now. Uh, you know they they have teams dedicated to bringing people on board and and you know doing software stuff. Um how how does a smaller company uh how, how do you kind of think through all that you're you're intaking employees you're intaking new locations you're intaking equipment and all that kind of stuff uh, was the transition and I I ex- assume you're still in transition has has that been um bigger than you ever expected or was it just you know it was you you kind of knew what you were doing going in and you knew there would be some heavy heavy slugging for a while
1: Yeah it's a little of both we we have gone through a couple in the past that were much smaller than this, and so I anticipate this being a lot bigger. Um, uh, we've got a, a plan in place with uh, naming our senior management team and responsibilities, uh, and a whole list here with dates, almost like project management. Um, and that's you know, Andrew's helped us quite a bit with that. He's a project manager, um, really uh, stepping out the process. Uh, it is a little bit scary. Yeah, we've done it before. And so we know on a small scale, but this being much bigger, um, I reached out to one of the guys from uh, uh, one of the bigger companies and just said, you know, what are the things we should be kind of looking for? And they've helped a little bit, um, kind of a checklist. And, you know, when they read off the checklist, I was kind of like, yeah, we've (laughs) kind of covered those bases. I I think we're doing okay. Oh, cool. uh, We're kind of figuring it out. But it is early on and we're still Going
0: through that process, so,
1: right? Um, but so far, so good.
0: Wow. So as you look at where KRM is today and all of the accomplishments you've had, what are some of the things you're most proud of looking back on all all of it at, at this point? I mean, you've you're you're in, you know, what a, what a '97. So I mean, you've been in it longer, mm-hmm. but since '97, I mean, you you've got a lot of years under your belt. You you got to look back and go, yeah, these are some proud moments for us as a team. What what might a few of those be
1: yeah well a couple of them are and it sounds cliche-ish I guess but it's um, our people I mean the four of us don't do all this we can't do it all ourselves and so we're relying on people and uh, we've just got some really good employees and everybody goes through employees that gosh I guess they didn't work out as well as we had hoped (laughs) yeah but I mean we've just really had some good people working here and that's who we rely on. They they are the face of the company, and they're out there, you know, making the deliveries. And really, we talk about good service. Well, it's done by those people. And so, you know, I've got quite a few long time employees. They've been here for a long time, um, and we just rely on them a lot. Uh, another thing is um, we're not afraid to step out and explore new ventures. I mean, you know, I. Kind of go back to when my dad decided to get into this business in the first place. Uh, it was a break from the moving storage business. And so right. they kind of stepped out, and we we're kind of seeing the same thing with our um, electronic offerings and um, anything else that we may come across that will benefit us and our customers. Uh, we're not afraid to step out. And so some of those things that we've done, um, I'd like to add, I'm, I'm very proud of.
0: Yeah. So so has there been uh, in that willingness to step out and explore new ventures? Has there been uh some walls you hit with that one? Have you, have you ever hit a wall you go, "Wow, we shouldn't have tried that one?" <laughs>
1: um I I would say the we we tried our first run at the uh imaging business yeah. and it didn't go so well. <laughs> oh, okay. Um you know, it's always that battle do you, do you start up, do you you know, hook up with someone else, you know? And so we we tried to started off on our own and really weren't very successful with it and, and it was going to you know we were thinking we were just going to outsource that and kind of let it die off and then we uh, purchased uh, TRS which really gave us a big boost and they had they came with some expertise and uh, really knew how to do that much better than we did um, but they were missing the storage piece of it so it was a good fit right. there and so that that's been really nice but uh yeah that first time around with imaging we didn't do it so well
0: hmm. So I like to ask this one of pretty much everyone I talk to, but if you could go back to 97 and say the four of you are sitting around that table and in your particular role, if knowing all you know today, if you could go back and talk to the four of you in that room that day, as you sort of set out on this new adventure, what would you, what would you tell yourself? What advice would you give yourself to prepare yourself for what was about to unfold? And um, and what would happen? But you know, realizing you know, looking back, you don't always get that value. But you, you know, a lot now. If if you could go back and tell yourself something, what would you tell yourselves?
1: Boy, I'd say, hang on, it's it's going to be quite a ride. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we had, I don't think any idea that we'd be in the place we are now, knowing with the business as as big as it is. Um, um, but I, you know, we've been taken care of. And, and, uh, I got to say, there's some things that have happened that I am not in control of. And I, the only way I can explain it is there's a higher power. We, you know, mm. I'm not that smart at, at times that I think, <laughs> how did this happen? Um, but, uh, you know, if, if you say, could we have done something different? Um, probably about the only thing is we didn't see the, the, shredding business being as big as it is oh,
0: okay i you
1: know, my, my dad's day it was you know gosh we should get into that shredding business should we invest in the equipment and the money just wasn't there and and uh, so we just never did And we've outsourced it to some you know a great company that really uh, did a great job but we uh, back in the day probably should have at that time invested in that ourselves because that's definitely been a worthwhile um business to be in yeah but um uh, but it's, it's it's been great I been a great business and i've enjoyed
0: every minute of it yeah well that's great to hear i think we all wish we had crystal balls to look into the future <laughs> um, and and yeah, somehow no magically figure out what's going to happen uh because as i said earlier you know lots of interesting things going on in the industry at this point in time uh, mm-hmm. but if, if you have the ability to see into the future and you know, and you had that capability, even in your imagination, what does KRM look like five years from now in the future? What, what's your makeup? What do you, what do you kind of look like uh, just given your best guesstimate of what, you know, how the, the whole thing will evolve?
1: Yeah, I think, well, obviously we'd want to be financially strong. Uh, you know, like you said, there's turbulent times and, and a lot of factors that are happening with records management, but, um, uh like everybody else, I don't think paper is going away. You know, when we talk to uh, people at ARMA, they say, well, remember we used to do things back in the days of paper? And I, I think, well, you do still. I mean, <laughs> yeah. There's still a lot out there, and there people aren't thinking of that. But, um, but no, just financially strong, uh, diversified, so that we're offering a lot of different services. But uh, I would hope that we are still looked to, uh, and even maybe more looked to as the industry experts um, you know, when you when you've got electronic especially that's where records are going yeah. um, are people looking at their IT companies or are they looking at the storage companies and that's why we're try, trying to take our consultative approach um, I would hope that even more in the future our customers are looking to us for for the answers when it comes to rim
0: yeah well you you have an incredibly cool story and uh, I, I know that you know, to get to where you are today and even in with the ability to acquire, you've obviously figured some stuff out, even despite your uh, your statement that there's obviously a higher power involved in this. But, um, you know, you you guys have done such great work and have, I, I think, left a unique uh, imprint because of kind of a, you, you know, smaller market kind of environment, uh, a, a region versus just one city. Uh, and so many cool things going on. So I, I, I've got to say from my perspective, congratulations on such great stuff. And uh, I've I've loved watching your story unfold. And uh, it's really cool to, to see the success you've had. And so congratulations on that, Greg, to, to you and your entire team.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, I appreciate that. It's really uh, nice to hear. And I really appreciate it. And uh, like I say, it's been great. And we've just really enjoyed the ride. And And continue to do that in the future
0: yeah well well enjoy the rest of the ride because i know there's many (laughs) many good good uh, days of riding ahead so uh thanks for sharing your story with us greg it's been great to hear it and uh, continued success and we'll catch up again soon okay sounds good thanks a lot tom good talking to you Hey, there you go! Another great success story in the industry. Special thanks to Greg George for taking the time to share his story with us today. Uh, it's it's always amazing to me to hear how people have have really got to where they are today, and I I love the uh, the four partner connection and you know, Greg's dad's and his partner's um, encouragement to to have employee ownership and, and just a great story. So uh, again, thanks to Greg for sharing that with us. And thank you too for joining us today. If you have a story to tell, a perspective to share or something new and interesting you're doing, Please let me know. Finally, I want to remind you that this show is sponsored by our good friends at O'Neill Software. What's so cool is their never-ending process therein to improve the offerings they have. I noticed on their blog this week the work they've done... Uh, as it relates to security of all their online initiatives. This includes the trustee certification they've just done. Uh, This is the kind of company you want supporting you with your software, with your uh, initiatives and the the services that support the kind of work that you're doing. So check them out today at O'NeillSoft.com. That's it for us. We'll be back next week with a great show for you. Again, have a great week. We are out of here thanks for joining us on the rim pro report with tom adams if you enjoyed the show please tell others our website is www.rimproreport.com this broadcast is produced and hosted by flourish
1: press inc join us again soon